Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Connor. Hey, I wanted to talk to you again about entrepreneurship. It's a topic we've discussed before about you know, ways that kids can start their own business or why it's important as adults to find ways to start our own business. Uh, today, I thought it could be fun to talk about some of the books that might inspire kids to become more entrepreneurial. You know, I've got two kids. Uh, Keaton is 11 right now. Linnea is nine. And I'm always trying to find ways to help them to be a little bit more like an entrepreneur. So uh, first, maybe let's give our listeners a reminder, Brittany, if you would, of what that word means. What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, well, I think the easiest way to describe it is kind of a business a business person, right? Man, woman, whatever it is. But but there's more to that. I feel like entrepreneur is a is a more special word, so to speak, because it kind of shows you that a businessman, you just kind of think of a cold-hearted person in a building. I'm not saying that's true. That's just what we associate it with. But there's something really specific about an entrepreneur, which is that they're very, very passionate about what it is they're doing. So they want to create value. They want to, like we talked about how um, you can offer a service to someone, right? They really want to mm-hmm. help you. They want to help make your life easier. So entrepreneurship is a very uh, special topic to me, and I think this is a great idea to talk about books. And and it's uh, something we've talked a, a bit about before. You just mentioned it's like giving service to someone. Another way to describe an entrepreneur might be as a problem solver, right? You're yes. trying to solve problems you see. They can be small problems. They can be really big problems, but it's someone who's who's a good problem solver. So if you're running a business, you're just kind of like managing things and telling people what to do and filing reports and stuff like that. But a true entrepreneur is trying to find ways to solve problems that people still have and make their lives better. So if you, any of you kids listening, the parents, Brittany, you and I, it's always good to try and think, what are the problems that we can solve? And there's several books I know that we've come across uh, that are kind of interesting to to help kids learn a little bit more about this. Brittany, maybe I'll start yeah. and then uh, you can go after me. I got one uh, for my kids a few years back uh, called Lawn Boy. And uh, this is a book by Gary Paulson. And Lawn Boy, uh, you've got this um, this old riding lawnmower. And so the boy sets out to start mowing some lawns and then inevitably more and more people, you know, want him to mow their lawns. And so he has, uh, I believe it was a neighbor, one of his clients, uh, this name man named Arnold. And he offered to, to teach this boy about capitalism, about economics, right? To understand, uh, why earning money is important and what you can do with wealth and and, and why it's so important. So it's a really interesting opportunity for little kids to kind of see, look, even those little businesses that we're doing, right? Uh, they're not just ways to earn five bucks that we can go immediately spend at the store. There's some really deep and interesting principles in there that we can understand that even as a young kid, if you apply those principles, if you try and actually set it up like a little business, you can actually earn way more money. Why? Because you're solving way more problems or way more people's problems. Maybe it's the same problem. In this case, it was a lawn, right? Mowing the lawn. Yeah. But if you find an, an efficient, a, a good way to solve those people's problems, you can end up making a lot of money, accumulating a, a lot of wealth because you're serving a lot of people. So I, there's Lawn Boy. I haven't read the sequel, uh, Lawn Boy Returns, but I know a lot of people like this book. And so it's one that I would encourage folks to check out. 
That's good. So my next one, or I guess my first one, is called The Toothpaste Millionaire by Jean Merrill. And just like you said, I'm glad you brought up the problem-solving aspect because this this book is the same way. This kid, Rufus, he's a sixth grader. He doesn't set out to become a millionaire. He doesn't even set out to make money. He just wants to solve a problem. He's noticing his family spending too much on toothpaste. And he decides not only that he wants to solve the problem, but that he wants to do it better than anyone else has ever done it. So he tries to make his own toothpaste. Um, he, I think the goal is that he wants to make a gallon of his own for the same price as one tube at the store. And so it, it's not just him saying, I want to do it, right? He has to develop a production plan. He has to get help from friends. He has to collaborate. We've talked about having networks before, right? That's really right. important. He networks. Um, by the time he reaches eighth grade, he's making more than a gallon. He's actually making a million, <laughs> a million dollars, not a billion gallons. Uh, but this is a, a really fun story. It was recommended to me by a lot of parents because they're saying it really just kind of showed the kids the same thing you were saying, not just to, to make money, but to be a problem solver and to help and th- give service through that. So yeah, check that book out. Cool. And by the way, we should mention, Brittany, that we will link all of these on the show notes yes. page for today. And so head over to TuttleTwins.com slash podcast and you can scroll down and find uh, the show notes page for this particular episode. Uh, if you want to grab the links to any of these books that we're talking about. Um, the next one that I want to share is uh, I got this for uh, my son in particular because he's the older of the two kids that I have. And I came across, I'm trying to remember how I found, I think uh, this kid, uh, John is his name, might uh, be a Tuttle Twins reader. I think they reached out and that's how I found out about him. And at the time we connected, he was this uh, 13 Wait, is this a true story then? This is a true story. Oh. Yeah, this this boy John um, uh, Luzonis, I think, is how you pronounce his name. He wrote a book uh, called "Kid Trillionaire: How a Little Kid Can Make a Big Fortune," and he wrote it when he was just thirteen, a couple of years ago. And he's trying to be like the next Walter uh, Buffett, right? He's trying to invest his money. Wait, Warren, and earn Buffett? Money. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yep. Warren Buffett. And so he's trying to uh, be really successful early on and learn a lot along the way with his parents' help. And so he wrote this book. And I've seen videos of John. He'll be out front uh, back, you know, before coronavirus when people actually went outdoors. And he would be out on a street corner with a little table and a stack of his books. And he would just be hustling, right? Selling directly to people and talking to them about this book. And, hey, do you have any kids in your life? Do you want them to learn how to be an entrepreneur? Here's a book that can help them. And I wrote it. And so this video, they, they do one of those time lapse things, right? Where you see things go really quickly. Um, uh, it's like this, you know, two hours and two minutes worth yep. of video. And so you see all these people coming by and buying these books. And so he publishes a little newsletter. I think it might be monthly. You can, I, I follow him on LinkedIn. Um, and so you can find, uh, John online and, uh, he publishes a newsletter. Here's how much money I've made. And here's, you know, how, so he's being very transparent with how he's doing as a kid and trying to earn money and accumulate wealth. I'm going to read it. So he's, uh, he's 15 now because okay. he published the book two years ago. It's called Kid Trillionaire. And here's just a portion of this little uh, Amazon ex- excerpt uh, that will give you a little taste of how John, I'm sure with uh, mom or dad's help, is really uh, positioning himself to help other kids learn the things that he's learned. He says, hey, kids, do you want to get rich? Are you sick of waiting until Christmas and your birthday to hope that just maybe you get a couple of things you want? Are you tired of constantly asking your parents for money to buy a pack of gum or even an iPhone? Tired of begging them to take you to Disneyland? Do you want to buy your own car the day you get your driver's license? If you answered yes to any of those questions, you've picked up the right book. And then he goes on to explain the things he's going to show you in the book. So I got this for my boy. And I got to say, it's got some really interesting, powerful things in there for kids to learn. 
uh, taking the advice of another kid who's really trying to do this well and learn a lot and succeed. Um, and so I've been very impressed with what uh, young John is trying to do. And I think he's going to be going places. And so again, we'll link to that on the show notes page, but kid trillionaire is the name of that one. Brittany, what have you got next? So this one is special to me uh, because this one helped me as a kid. So Babysitter's Club, specifically the first one, uh, which is called Christie's Great Idea or Big Idea. Um, Babysitter's Club is exactly like it sounds. It's about a group of girls who decide to start a babysitting business. But like we like a common theme that we just talked about, it all starts with a problem, right? So Christy has a bunch of younger siblings and she has to go somewhere that night and her mom is frustrated because she can't get a babysitter. And she keeps thinking, I wish there was just one place I could call to find a babysitter so that I didn't have to sit here and go through my phone book and call every single, you know, 13 to 15 year old girl in our neighborhood just for them to tell me no. And we have to make more and more calls. So Christy gets an idea. That's Christy's big idea. And she decides, you know, what if I create, what if I streamline that? What if I create that, that product my mother was talking about? So once a week, uh, I think it's four or five girls in the beginning get together and they set hours and they put up flyers around the neighborhood and they say, okay, parents, you know, these are our hours. Call us to schedule an appointment and we will connect you with one of, you know, five girls and we'll make sure that you have someone to cover your bases. So not only are these girls learning how to babysit, learning a skill, but they're also making money. But then the uh, club ends up getting bigger and bigger. I think towards the end, they have like 10 members, maybe more. But even better still, as the whole neighborhood has their needs that they that they need, they have all the babysitters. So the kids are taken care of. Everybody wins. But what was so cool about this book and why I really wanted to share it with you guys is that this is why I started my own babysitting business. Oh. Yeah. And I grew up in a community where there were lots of kids. I mean, the average family in my community growing up had at least five to six kids. And so wow. there was a lot of money to be made. So after reading this book, it was something I couldn't just read and put down and forget about. For me, I read it and then I started my own business. And that's when something called Print Shop. Remember Print Shop? I think that's No, I it don't. Was. It was where you could make like your own flyers on an old printer. I mean, it took forever and you could make <laughs> business cards and you could make all these things. And I remember sitting there and making a logo and, and making my own, you know, uh, I mean, flyers and business cards and handing them out to people at church or in the neighborhood. Mm. So I got to, this book not only gave me a really good fictional story, but it really inspired me to do the same thing and to act on it. And I think that's what's important about these entrepreneurial books, entrepreneurial books, is we want to inspire kids to do the same thing. So this is one of my favorite books. The first part of being an entrepreneur is learning how to pronounce entrepreneur. Entrepreneur or spell it. And I think I just recently learned how to spell it. (laughs) Some of the most successful entrepreneurs I know can't spell well at all. Cut yourself some slack if entrepreneur is a hard word. Brittany, what I like about the story that you shared is, um, and and this is something I know you used to work at an organization called FEE, the Foundation for Economic Education. We love FEE. And what Fee is really good at is taking kind of pop culture and stories and movies and drawing lessons uh, from those movies like, oh, you know, here's how to understand how the free market works inside Avengers, you know, Age of Ultron or whatever, right? And so it's it's really fun to use uh, books and movies and shows and things that people are familiar with. And so it's interesting for you to draw those lessons from Babysitter's Club, right? Because it shows that there's going to be so many more examples um, from things that we, you know, read and watch and encounter that we can still learn these things from. We don't have to read an economics book, right? Nope. We don't have to uh, to do that to gain those lessons. Okay, maybe uh, last one. I'll, I'll take this one, and I would be remiss if I didn't share this one. After all, it's a Tuttle Twins podcast, so of course, right? Um, our, I think it was our book number eight, if I'm remembering right, is called The Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. And when I decided to write this book, I was talking with my kids about entrepreneurship. I think I had even just bought 
maybe Lawn Boy, or I bought one of the books that we've talked about. And so I was thinking a lot more about, okay, how do you teach kids how to start a small business? What are the things that kids need to learn if they wanted to do that? And so uh, we, uh, we, we kind of put together this story where I said, okay, there's a lot of stuff to teach, right? Because you got to understand um, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you got to have a business plan and you got to understand what investment is and what risk is, right? Because if you're going to, if you're going to start a new business, that could be kind of risky. There are, are things that you can lose. Maybe you're losing time because you're spending so much time trying to do this. Or maybe if you take an investment like the kids do in the book from their Nana, uh, maybe you fail in your business and then that investment is lost. And then you feel bad to that family member or friend or or investor who you know gave you that money because they believed in you. And so there's so many things for someone who wants to be an entrepreneur to learn um, that we kind of crammed in this book. And it's you know it's the most fun part for me, Brittany, is we get a lot of emails and we get a lot of like social media posts from people sharing pictures and reviews. And here's how my kids or how I as a kid like the books. And those are so, so, so fun for me to read. And so everyone listening, keep sending them because it makes my day and I love it. Um, but what's really fun on this particular book, The Tuttle Twins and Their Spectacular Show Business, is I hear from some different parents about how when their kids read the book and maybe they did the little uh, activity workbook that comes along with it, uh, they decided to start a business. And it was this book that led you know these kids to say, oh, that sounds fun. I want to do a little business. And for some kids, it's just a little simple you know, lemonade stand or something simple like that. Or for other kids, it's something more serious. Maybe for like a a, a, a tween, is that what they're called now? Yes, a preteen, I don't know. <laughs> a tween or a teenager, right? Someone who's got a little bit more time or a little bit more energy to focus on this. And it's so fun to see these kids uh, starting to be entrepreneurs. Brittany, I think I've shared with you before that we do these, these kids markets in our yes. state. Um, and maybe what we can do on the show notes page is link to Lemonade Day, uh, which is an organization where you can kind of organize with other people and do a bunch of lemonade stands throughout uh, the state, uh, throughout your community on a specific day to learn a lot of these things. Another one is the Acton Business Fair, uh, which operates in a lot of states. Oh, they're great. So we'll, yep. Yeah. So we'll put that on the show notes page if you want to check them out and get a link to their website. So there's so many opportunities for kids uh, like we do with our kids market to come out and practice and get some experience. Uh, even if it's just a lemonade stand on the side of the road, you know, there's so many ways to kind of gain that uh, practice and learn. Um, and so this is certainly something where it's not just to read a book, right, Brittany? It's not just go read in a book and, oh, oh, that's interesting. I now know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. The best way to learn, right, the most important thing you can do if you want to learn how to be an entrepreneur is to start. Yeah. Right is to is to decide what little business you want to do, and you're going to make some mistakes, and it'll fail, or maybe it'll succeed, or you're going to figure out from your parents or your relatives helping you, giving you ideas how to make it better. When I started the Tuttle Twins, I had no idea what I was doing with business, um, and so I had to learn a lot along the way, and I've made some mistakes, and other people helped me. I think that's how it is for all of us as entrepreneurs, um, and so I would say, Brittany, as as we're uh, wrapping up here at the end is go check out these books. And there's a lot more out there uh, that we could share as well. But what's most important is, yeah, find an opportunity to actually put some of these things in practice and become an entrepreneur yourself. What are your your parting thoughts here? Brittany? I think you had the best thing that's start it. Get up and do something, right? So read these books and get inspired, but don't forget to act on that. Uh, take a risk, start a business, and you might surprise yourself. You could be a kid trillionaire. You never know. Well, and I think especially for kids, uh, they can have a lot of risk right now, right? Because they don't have a mortgage and you don't have bills to yep. pay. And so when you're young, it's the best time to experiment and try new things because you've got that soft cushion to land on. If you run out of money, 
you know, you're not going to go bankrupt. You're not going to go homeless. No. <laughs> you're not going to be, you know, uh, unable to eat food. Like your basic needs are, are taken care of. And so what better time in life to be kind of experimenting and trying new things and seeing what sticks. And so definitely sit down with your friends, sit down with your parents and just brainstorm some ideas. It doesn't need to be anything grandiose, but what's most important is to start. So great thoughts, Brittany. Um, guys, check out TotalTwins.com slash podcast to make sure you're subscribed. Uh, looking at the show notes page for uh, some of the materials that we're providing. And Brittany, I'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.